Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You see, faith receives. I said faith receives. When you pray, believe you receive. Believe you receive. Believing is receiving. Receiving is believing. Are you listening to me? If there is no receiving, then there's no believing. And if there's no believing, then there is no receiving. Just that simple. So simple, we stumble over the simplicity of it. So simple. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Healing Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Now, I remember I was preaching in uh, March of 1971 in Tyler, Texas, in the old Carlton Hotel there, the grand ballroom of the Carlton Hotel. And uh, after ministering one night and inviting the sick come to, after we'd sent folks to be saved to the prayer room, well, I, I noticed this lady, she's sitting right there in front of me. She was sitting just as close to me as that lady is there with that green sweater, that blonde-headed lady with the glass and the green sweater there. And, and when I call for folks to come, you know, a healing line, as we call it, to lay hands on her, see? Now, she sees no further than that. Others are way back there, you know, back further than you are. Because it's quite a large room. Uh, she couldn't get up. She's trying to get up. And her, and her husband, well, this older man, I just assumed his husband, found out, well, trying to help her up. And, and she couldn't get up. Finally, one of the ushers helped. And the two of them got her to her feet. And then with the two of them, she had a cane in one hand with her husband on one arm and the usher on the other arm, just coming no further from there to here. The whole line, all the way across, wider room than this, standing. We just had one line, but for the simple reason that everybody could stand all the way across. And everybody's in place, coming from everywhere, and she's still out there three or four steps yet with them helping her. Now, that's how crippled she was, how slow she moved. See, finally, they got her down here, and we, I had folks to move over, you see, so she could get in there. And uh, so I went down the line laying hands upon them. Well, when you laid hands on her, it was just like you'd laid hands on a doorknob. No receptivity. Well, I went on. I didn't have time to stop and preach her a sermon. I knew really that it was a matter of, of, of not having faith. You see, faith receives. I said faith receives. When you pray, believe you receive. Believe you receive. Believing is receiving. Receiving is believing. Are you listening to me? If there is no receiving, then there's no believing. And if there's no believing, then there is no receiving. Just that simple. So simple, we stumble over the simplicity of it. So simple. And so, I, I went on, finished the healing line. Well, I came back up here to the little old platform to get my Bible, my notebook, my watch. And she's still standing there. With great effort, with her husband's help and her cane, she moved up a little closer there and said, Brother Higginson, I, I want you to lay hands on me again. Well, I remembered and I laid hands on her there a few moments before, you know, it's just <laughs> no response, you know. Just, just. So I said, well, I've already laid hands on you, tried to encourage you to believe. And she said, uh, 
Then she said to me, now I'll tell you, she said, uh, this is the first time I was ever in one of these kind of meetings. She said, I'm Presbyterian myself. I've never been in one of these kind of meetings. But I'll tell you why I came. Said my neighbor, now she said, I have arthritis. That's the reason she couldn't get up. That's the reason her body's so stiff. Also had on a hearing aid. But she said, one of my neighbors, I saw her walking down the street this afternoon and she was just about as bad off, maybe in some ways a little worse than I with arthritis. I knew she couldn't walk and there she is walking right, nobody helping her, just walking good as anybody ever walked. And I sent my husband out to run her down. And she came back and talked to me. And I thought she'd got a hold of some new medicine somewhere, found some doctor somewhere, you know, that was an expert with arthritis. And she said, no, no, I was just down there to the grand, uh, to the grand ballroom of the Cardinal Hotel last night. And a fellow minister laid his hands on me. And uh, the Lord healed me. Instantly. Actually, she told us that I fell on the floor. When I got up, I was loose. Arthritis was gone. So she said, I said to my husband, well, you just get me down there. We'll just have him lay hands on me. And so she said, I came tonight and I stood there a minute ago. I came down there, she said, to try you out. To see what you could do. I said, well, you found out what I could do, didn't you? She said, yeah, nothing. You see, so many times that's the case. Folks are seeing what you could do instead of believing God. Instead of believing in His power. See? Yeah, she said nothing. But then she said now, she said, I heard you though say the Lord appeared to you. Well, I said He did. I'd be lying if I said He didn't. She said, I heard you say that he laid the finger of his right hand upon each one of your hands. I said, he sure did. I mean, I said, a fellow go to hell for lying just quick as he would for stealing. And I'd be lying if I'd said he didn't. She said, I heard you say that he told you to tell us that if we'd believe that and would receive it, then that anointing would flow from your hands into our bodies and drive out the sickness. I said, I said it. Jesus said that to me. If I said he didn't, I'd be lying about it. Well, she said, I'll tell you, I'm ready to believe it. Just put your hand on me. Well, I could see that she was. I could see the earnestness. You know. So I just reached my hand out, and really, I barely, just, just, just didn't hardly touch her, really. I barely brushed her forehead. And I was conscious of that just rushing into her, because she, she just pulled it out of it. Just, just rushing, that power just rushing into her. And she fell backwards in the floor, lay there for a little bit, Made an effort to get up. Her husband and another lady nearby helped her. And when she got up, he tried to hand her that cane. And she jerked and said, can't you see I don't need that? And her body, God's my witness, is just as, just as free as mine is. All the arthritis had disappeared. Every bit of it had disappeared. Every bit of it had disappeared. Well, now you see, what activates the power? Faith does. Faith does. Faith activates the power. Daughter, thy faith is made the I was anointed the first time I laid hands on her. I was anointed. Well, I didn't tell her, but really the anointing was stronger when I laid hands on her the first time. It was the second time. See, the anointing can be stronger, you know, less or more. Why didn't it heal her? Why didn't that anointing heal her? Well, I, she came to find out what I could do to try me out. You see? 
But when her faith was active, then it active faith activates the power. Can you see that? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I remember on another occasion, I was, I was preaching in, in a certain place down there in Texas. Actually in Jacksboro, Texas. It was after Jesus had appeared to me in September the 2nd. And this is December of 1950. And, and, and you know, you, you, you just wouldn't hardly tell some things if there wasn't so many witnesses to it. Amen. Are you listening to me? You know, so many witnesses to it because it almost sounds uh, far-fetched. And, 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 you know, with some folks, it is far-fetched. But again, it's because they haven't studied the Scriptures carefully or know anything about, know very little about God's power in action. And so, uh, the pastor, the building's full, the pastor had all the ministers to come sit on the platform. Ordinarily, the singers would be up there. Now, these chairs are actually pews on the platform set at an angle like this, you see. Right behind me here, they weren't, because it just wasn't that big of a platform, you see, and they leave room in here. And so actually, they were two pews on this end, you see, that set at an angle. And actually, this kind of an angle, where they'd be facing this way. And then there's two pews on the other end that set at an angle. And then, you know, small, for instance, here, for instance, we could have a four or five foot pew here, you know, of course, these were about eight foot, maybe ten feet, because the platform was longer, but it wasn't so wide out this way. And there's two pews. Over. Now, these two pews here are full of ministers. Ministers of the pastors, or evangelists, or so on, see? I think there's 14 of them just come to visit the meeting. Because, see, you know, when things start happening, folks get interested. <laughs> and when unusual things happen, we had some most unusual things happen. So they're there. Now, right here on this front pew... You see, if you could imagine, uh, one, one, uh, an older gentleman is sitting. Actually, he's Assembly of God. Uh, he was uh, among the founding fathers of the Assemblies of God movement. You see? And I know he talked to me about it. I said, I've never seen anything like that. Well, I, I guess I'd believe it. I hadn't seen it myself. But uh, here came a fellow. I saw him in the line. See, I sent folks to the prayer room to be uh, saved. And, and I began in that meeting. That was the first meeting where I did that. I put people in the, I used to call it a healing line, then I called it a prayer line because I put people in the same line to be filled with the Holy Ghost and to be healed. I started doing that in that meeting, December of 1950. Well, of course, when they stepped up there, I'd ask them what they came for, you know, whether they came to be healed or be filled with the Spirit because you'd instruct them differently according to what they came for. And I saw this fellow in the line, young man, well, I don't know, maybe 23, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 years old, somewhere in that vicinity. And, uh, you know, he'd been in the line every night. I think I'd laid hands on him, I don't know how many times. 14 times, 17 times. <laughs> you know, and every time you laid hands on him, it's just, it's just yuck. You know what I mean by that? You know what I mean by that? You know what I mean by that? Well, I'll just go back to my other illustration. It's like laying hands on a doorknob, you know, every time. So I said to myself, there comes that poor fella. You know, thought it really in my mind. There comes that poor fella. He, you know, if he hadn't changed, he's not going to get a thing. Well, you can't, you know, just pass him by because he's in the line and uh, you don't want to hurt his feet. If you can keep him coming, maybe you might get faith into him eventually and he might get something, you see. So therefore, you don't want to be, you know, be very careful with him, you know. So I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and lay hands on him and pray with him, you know, and that'll satisfy him at least that I took a little time with him. He's not going to get anything anyway and just send him on, see. <laughs> Now, that's my thinking. 
I didn't know he'd change his thinking. He'd come believe it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the newly released four-CD series, The Healing Anointing by Kenneth E. Hagan. In this series, Kenneth E. Hagan examines the healing anointing at work in Jesus' ministry. He explains the difference between receiving healing through the anointing and receiving healing through faith in God's Word. And he shows us how to tap into God's healing power to get it flowing and working in our bodies. Get this series for just $28 and we'll include the Healers in Your House book by Ken Hagen absolutely free. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Oh, it's coming up. Your Kindle the Flame. That's right. September 27th through 29th. Yes. Early bird registration through September the 15th. Yes. You can go to rhema.org slash KTF. Register right there online. That's right. You're going to have Patsy Caminetti, Donna Pickens, and Susan Rich, and yourself. Myself, yes. It is going to be a great time. Ladies, you want to be there? Hello, come on down. Attention ladies, the Kindle the Flame Women's Conference is fast approaching. Have you made your plans yet to be here? Well, what are you waiting on? Go online now to rhema.org and register for this dynamic conference this September 27th through 29th. Featuring conference host Lynette Hagen, Patsy Caminetti, Donna Pickens, and Susan Rich. It's girl time and God time. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Go to rhema.org now. Go to www.rhema.org now. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.